Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Roy's Conquests, Hot for Teacher by Jackal 54641 Welcome back to another installment of my sexual exploits, young readers. A lot of you have written in, asking if I'd be willing to share some of my wisdom so that you too could become seducers like me. The fact is that I'm not a good teacher. But I am a hell of a good wingman at times. And speaking of teachers. Today, I'm going to tell you a story about philanthropy, where I helped out a wishful thinker fulfill his dreams of fucking the shit out of, you guessed it, a teacher. She lived behind me for about a year now. Tracy Parker. A young teacher with strawberry blonde hair that had a natural curl about it. Like one of those free-spirit hippies from the 70s light and airy from all the time spent in the summer air. She even spoke like one with a soft silky voice that could soothe anyone. You couldn't imagine a girl like this getting angry. Her manner was as though she'd just come from a massage in a sleepy, relaxed voice that I found calming. Her eyes, big and bright blue with naturally long lashes, were always half-lidded to match her everything-is-going-to-be-okay demeanor. She had a big smile and very full pink lips. DSLs, as you younger pups might call them. I personally found her features strong, yet forgettable. Her face could be a perfect double for a young Brenda Strong, but with the wild curly hair of Dina Meyer. If you don't know who those two actresses are, look them up on the Google. Everyone has a cell phone now, so there's no excuse. As far as body, oh boy. I hope you readers are like men today. She had a nice fit little body that she took care of. She never failed to go for her regular runs around the neighborhood in her little gym shorts and tank tops. She once told me that she played soccer all throughout high school and college. I believed it. She had, what I call, the soccer legs. I'm talking smooth tan thighs thick with muscle. Solid, but certainly not chubby. They looked like they could squeeze the air right out of your lungs. Naturally those legs came with a round ass that you just wanted to grab, or bounce a quarter off of, I'm not sure which. Her tits were misleading. C-cups have a way about them, where they don't always look as big as they sound, but they have this perfect shape. If you're a fan of porn star Lexi Bell, then you know what I'm talking about. That's what we're dealing with here. Uninspiring in a t-shirt, but when a dress demands cleavage, wham. Where did those come from? And with nothing at all, delicious. She and her husband were both about 30, and their backyard butted up against mine. They moved into the school district, chasing her dream of getting tenured. Unfortunately, those opportunities are rare, it seems. The older generation of teachers simply refused to retire. You know who I'm talking about the cranky old bats who force-feed students antiquated bullshit like Dickens and Twain, and beat the desire to learn out of these kids by making it a chore. I'll be the first one to say that my generation is the worst for this. You want to motivate this new generation? Then get with the times, and step aside so they can discover the joys of reading from a sexy 30-year-old broad with great legs. Regardless, Per Tracy fell into a trap that happens to many young teachers who are waiting for the 80-year-olds to finally croak she got stuck in a never-ending cycle of getting hired by a district, working tirelessly for a few years, right up until she'd be due for tenor, only to be let go and have to start the cycle again. Thankfully, her husband Greg was patient and paid most of the bills some job in software development. To be honest, the couple never really jumped out at me much. They were nice enough, but lay low. And for as attractive as Tracy was, she was one of those girls you could easily overlook. You just needed to take those extra few seconds to appreciate her to realize what a sexy young lady she was. And in today's world of distractions, revealing clothing, loose women, and big fake hooters, that's hard to do. I wouldn't say Mrs. Tracy Parker was a knockout, but she was definitely the object of desire for someone close to me. His name was Kyle Curran, and he lived several doors down in the same neighborhood. He had a reputation for being something of a dimwit. I'm not up to speed on the politically correct terminology. The boy wasn't special, but I guess you could say that he was slow? Awkward? He reminded me a bit of Lenny from Of Mice and Men, speaking of high school literature, or Forrest Gump. Definitely functional and competent, but not the brightest bulb. He was gawky, built thick and solid, with a blank stare and a bullet-shaped head. He had a chubby face, a big shy smile, and some solid muscle hidden somewhere beneath all that baby fat. He was known throughout the neighborhood as the Lawn Mower Boy. Every spring, he'd make his way door to door, offering services like lawn mowing, hedge trimming, gardening, and heavy lifting. That's how I came to meet Cal several years back. Most folks in my neighborhood opted for professional lawn services instead of going with Kyle they could afford it. And while I always took a special joy in maintaining my own yard and garden, Kyle was a sincere young man with a big heart, so it was hard to turn him down. In the end, each spring I'd hire him, and find something for him to do. His rates were dirt cheap, so it didn't set me back at all to help out the young entrepreneur. In fact, too cheap. The poor guy was underselling himself. I once asked him what he wanted to do with the money he saved. He just sort of smiled blankly and said he'd like to buy a bigger lawnmower and now that he was old enough to drive, maybe a truck with his name on it, to haul it all. That melted my heart, the little son of a bitch. 
I made sure I always overpaid him. He wasn't much of a conversationalist, but he became my weekly slow-talking outdoor buddy. Like clockwork, Kyle rang my bell on the second to last week in April. It was hard to keep the amusement from my smile when I greeted him. You know, you arrive on my doorstep on the exact same date each year. He blinked at me for a moment, and I could see the gears turning behind his eyes as he thought about this. Do I? I never gave it much thought. I believed him. Then you are a machine, my young friend. He smiled sheepishly at that. Like the Terminator? Sure, we'll go with that. So what brings you here? Do you want me to cut your grass today? He always asked the exact same question in the exact same way every single day he came. I could have said it with him, like repeating a line from a movie you've seen a million times. Damn right I do. Actually I'm planning on redoing the stones in my garden, so I may have some heavy lifting that might be too much for an old man. That was a lie. I was in great physical shape, even at my age. I hate to be one of those guys who repeats the same stories, but for the benefit of you readers who haven't met me yet, I keep very fit. I always draw inspiration from Jack Lalan. My greatest passions are home care, seducing women, and fitness. My biceps are as large as my head, my chest is broad and hairless, my abs are washboard, and my thighs are thick, with a pair of upside V's in the right places, and what's swinging between them could certainly count as a muscle. My dick could have its own area code. I don't know what genes I inherited from my folks, but I assume my dad was part horse. In my sixties, I'm more fit than the average twenty-year-old, so is it any wonder that I have such success with women? My hard body and unassuming demeanor versus the dowie bodies and youthful insecurities of their husbands and boyfriends. No contest. And I keep all of this hidden behind a clean-shaven smile and the neatly combed blonde hair of an all-American suburbanite. Then I'm your guy. Kyle declared at the mention of the garden stones. I slapped him on the back. He beamed, looking like he wanted to say more, but then just stood there. Sometimes it was difficult with him. He didn't always pick up on the social cues that come naturally to guys like me. But I guess not everyone is me. Hell, most people would be uncomfortable with just the way he stood there, lost and waiting for me to direct the conversation. So where's your truck? I asked him, glancing at the empty driveway. He'd arrived with his push mower, an extra container of gas, and little else. I've been expecting to one day see a big red work truck with yellow letters reading Kyle Curran Garden Man. I made sure to rhyme it. The young man lit up for a moment, pleased by that image. I told you, he was a little bit ten them rabbits, George. But then he deflated. My parents don't want me to pay in cash for it. They want me to finance it. He scratched his head and looked blank. I don't really know what that means. But because of my age, they have to sign something with me. Some papers. He shrugged. It was painful listening to him try to comprehend a simple loan transaction, but I didn't want to fill in the words for him. And they don't want to sign it this year because I'm being held back again. They said if I get too distracted with toys, then I'll never graduate high school. I don't get it. A truck isn't a toy. It was no secret that Kyle had been held back before. But while most students in his shoes had to repeat grades because they were screwing around and skipping, Kyle was actually trying. He was just a remedial student who wasn't getting most of it. I felt bad for him. How old are you, son? He paused and thought about it. I'm 18 last September. You're 18 then. Why don't you just buy it yourself, regardless of what your parents say? They said they have to pay my insurance, so it's their decision. He took a deep breath and let it out in an animated Ashok sigh. That is quite a cash 22. I admitted. Kyle just blinked at me with the dull, uncomprehending eyes of a cow. Come on, I'll show you where the stones are. I led him around back. Mulch bags filled with garden stones were stacked by the shed. Kyle set to work spreading them around by the fence, grunting with the effort. His face a dark shade of crimson, as beads of sweat bloomed across his forehead. Normally, I weed or prune the flowers while the lawn guy does his thing. But on this particular day, I had some indoor cleanup to busy myself with. I left Kyle to his devices, trusting him to handle the simple menial jobs that he seemed to relish in. It was an especially warm day for this time of year. Spring had come early to my little part of the world, and trees and flowers were blooming left and right. The breeze that it brought was fragrant, so I opened the windows to air things out. I was halfway through cleaning the guest bathroom, the one that overlooks my backyard, when I noticed it. Kyle was hunkered down in the bushes by the fence, peering through the slats into the neighbor's yard. From my vantage point, I could see over the fence to the site that held his interest. Tracy Parker was out and about, enjoying the beautiful spring afternoon in her fitness attire. In this case, a pair of skin-tight yoga pants, an old t-shirt that had been cutely altered the neck hole widened, so that it hung playfully off one shoulder, to reveal the strap of her sports bra. She'd laid a yoga mat in the grass, and was stretched out into an upward dog pose. Her eyes shut and her mouth smiling pleasantly at the way the sun kissed her face. She was in her perfect little bubble, completely unaware that the dull yard boy was peeking at her. I watched for a bit longer. Tracy shifted into a downward dog, with her butt in the air. I must say, I never took enough time to admire the young teacher until now. But seeing her ass in the air, I could understand Kyle's interest. The stretchy material of her yoga pants wasn't of high quality, because there, making itself know through the semi-transparent material, was her thong. Kyle noticed it too, because he was at the fence like an excited dog. He shifted carefully from slat to slat, trying to find an ideal view that afforded him a better glimpse. I snickered. That little peeping Tom. Sure enough, 
As Kyle moved, I caught sight of the bulge the guy was sporting in his pants. He had a hard-on as he watched the young teacher going about her workout. Can't say I blame him. If he wasn't here, I would have stopped to watch for a bit myself. But Kyle didn't have the awareness to know the right time or place, because as he watched, the young man began to rub his boner over his pants. I decided to shut things down there. I returned to the yard, pretending I hadn't seen a thing, a Kyle clumsily returned to the task at hand. I didn't bring it up. But I noted it. Over the course of the next few weeks, Kyle came regularly. I wasn't embellishing. The guy was a machine. Small talk was minimal, and I noticed the way his eyes always went toward the fence that butted up against the Parker's house. I knew what he was thinking. He was hoping to get another glimpse of Tracy Parker. More and more, I left him to his privacy, and observed. When it was the weekend, Tracy logged a lot of time in the sun, much to Kyle's secret delight. He watched her as she gardened, or hung laundry. One time a breeze had kicked up, and lifted her summer dress high, revealing her butt. She'd been wearing panties, but it had been enough to give him a thrill. I thought he was going to have a heart attack. She hummed to herself often, and it seemed to lull the boy into a dreamy state. He'd smile blankly as he watched her with hungry lusty eyes in secret. I was fine to lend the boy my garden as his personal observation post. I was young once too. But that came to an end the day I caught him sneaking into her yard, and stealing clothes right off of her line. What the hell did you think you were doing? I asked him. He slouched across from me at the kitchen table, his eyes unable to meet mine, and his cheeks burning red from embarrassment. I don't know, he answered. Such a cop-out answer. When a kid says, I don't know. They really do know, they just don't want to chase that thought. They want to end the conversation as quickly as possible. The panties that he'd pilfered from Tracy were laid out between us. A pair of black lace. I had to hand it to him, he had good taste. I decided to press him a bit. I think you do know, Kyle. I've noticed you watching my neighbor for days. I wasn't going to say anything. But now this. Stealing? I love Mrs. Parker. He suddenly blurted out. She's my teacher, and I love her. There it was. He had a crush on his teacher, that he was mistaking for love. Now it all makes sense. I smiled knowingly. Is she the class that you're failing? Yes. Ugh hi. He growled in frustration. She's just so pretty, I can't think around her. And I feel so bad because she tries so hard. She's so nice. But I just can't think. I don't know what to do. I'm going crazy. Okay, okay, calm down. I waved my hand dismissively, but Kyle was hardly listening. Oh my god, you're not going to tell her about this, are you? Oh my god, she'll freak out. She'll freak out. I'll just die. This time I had to raise my voice to stop his yammerings. Relax. I'm not going to say anything. I'll even let you keep her underwear for all I care. He sagged with relief by this. But don't ever do that shit again. I don't care if you spy on her, but don't steal her stuff. I have to share a property line with her. And if she notices them missing, guess who she's going to think stole them? I pointed to my own chest. He held up a hand, ready to deliver a promise like a boy scout giving an oath. I interrupted him again. Regardless, I think I'm going to help you. Now he cocked his head, not understanding. You like your teacher? He nodded his head quickly. Comically quickly. You want to have sex with her? His cheeks reddened, but he nodded his head very quickly again. Yeah, like really bad. But I know she's married, and she's so pretty, and I'm so big and dumb and stupid and UG. Women don't care about that, any of that, if the situation is right. Trust me. He cocked his head again, his mouth hanging open and the corners of his lips turned down in a thoughtful frown as he processed this. Even if she's married? Especially if she's married. I grinned broadly. Kyle, it's no secret that I've had my fair share of sex with all sorts of women. Married, single, religious, lesbians, and so on. If I showed you some from my personal collection, you'd hardly believe it. They're all gorgeous, far better looking than I am. I mean, sure, I'm fit, clean, and in shape. But who am I? I put my hand to my chest like a founding father delivering a humble speech. I'm just an old guy, with a goofy haircut, and a lopsided smile. But I know how to give women something that they truly crave, especially the married ones. Kyle sighed and glanced down at his lap. Well, mine is big enough, I guess, but it's still pretty average. I took his meaning and erupted in laughter. You thought I was talking about my dick? Goodness, no. Not that the Lord didn't gift me with something extraordinary in that department. No. A big dick is actually secondary to what women want. What's that? To be a slut without being a slut. Huh. Women live in constant fear of judgment. Being seen as or called a slut by those around them is a nightmare. You think married women are happy all the time with the same man? Hell no. But most don't cheat because, even if they get away with it, they think of themselves as a slut. They had a choice to stay a good girl, but they went the slut route. That idea scares them. It's not that they don't want to cheat if the conditions are right. The majority of us are potential cheaters. What most of them want and need is an excuse. They want seduction. They want a scenario where when they say yes, it's not completely their fault. Hubby isn't cutting the mustard, he's pissing her off, not making her happy. This new guy fed her drinks, charmed her, excited her. How could she possibly say no to him? Yes, she cheated, but it wasn't her fault, because it was the circumstances the husband, the new guy, the situation. 
Why do you think when a man gets caught cheating, his wife instantly finds a new guy to fuck? Typically in that same day, she's off with someone new. Revenge? Kyle shrugged. Wrong. I declared. It's because she now has a guilt-free, judgment-free, justified past to fuck that hot guy that she's always wanted to, but couldn't because then she'd be the bad guy. Kyle nodded his head, understanding without really understanding. Why you think Mrs. Parker will want to, to have sex with me? He asked. I grinned. I do. Although that wasn't entirely true. She needs some help. Some incentive. But Mrs. Parker is happy with her husband. She's always telling us about him in class. He seems like a nice guy. I don't think we'll be able to catch him cheating on her. We won't have to. We frame him? That doesn't seem honest. Again, no. We'll simply make her an offer that she can't refuse. And trust me, once she gets started, she won't want to refuse. I smiled. Kyle looked conflicted. His emotions were never more apparent. He sat, wrestling with his feelings, as though the devil had just made him an offer that he had to consider. Conscience versus desire. Finally, he looked me dead in the eyes with that simple expression and asked, What do we do? The next week required some careful skill to pull off. Kyle was apprehensive when I told him the plan. He wasn't sure he felt right about it, but when I pressed him on how badly he wanted to fuck Mrs. Parker, he conceded my point. Regardless, he had fun with it, even if he didn't want to admit it. Like playing a super spy. I made sure his instructions were easy. Ask Mrs. Parker for help after class. Easy. He was already failing. Say you forgot your phone and ask Mrs. Parker if you can use hers to call for your ride. When she does, call me and come outside. Naturally, I was waiting in the parking lot. With Mrs. Parker's phone still logged in, I handled the rest. Admittedly, this was more work than I usually invest in this sort of thing, but it was for two good causes a charity case like Kyle, and my cock, if I played my angle just right. When it was set I gave the phone back, and told Kyle to return it to Mrs. Parker, to thank her, then to meet me back at my place. The less Kyle knew, the less chance he'd have of messing things up. He came practically racing over. Nearly jumping with joy. Roy. 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 He called over and over as he came bursting through the front door. It happened. You were right. Oh my god. It happened. I was a little confused. What? Kyle flashed me his cell phone, grinning ear to ear. It happened. She texted me. Oh my god. Oh my god, look what she sent. When I checked it, I found that she sent me this. Oh my god, she's so hot. Should I text her back? I didn't have to peer at the phone to know exactly what he was seeing. There were pictures of Tracy in various stages of undress, along with several choice text messages. I want you, Kyle. I can't wait to see you tonight. I wore this for you. I hope you like it. For the love of God, don't text her back. I nearly jumped out of my seat. He blinked, not comprehending. I had to spell it out for him, that I had been the one to send those pictures when Kyle had lent me her cell phone outside of the school. I had spent all week preparing those. Carefully angled cameras and binoculars had afforded me some good views into her back windows. I'd even managed a few upskirt shots, thanks to a carefully concealed camera beneath her dashboard, although that'll be my little secret. I loaded them onto her phone, then sent them to Kyle, making it look like she'd been having an affair with her student. But I thought you said I could have her for real? He said. You will. Do you still have those panties? I grinned. When I opened the front door, I started to understand what young Kyle saw in his teacher. She looked delicious short teal button-up light sweater over a white and black print dress. The dress wasn't risque, nor conservative. Just a hint of cleavage, and the hemline stopped just above the knee. A pair of modest black high heels. She was wearing black stockings. I knew from my upskirt sleuthing that Mrs. Tracy Parker preferred the ones that stopped at mid-thigh, as opposed to the conventional pantyhose. The sort of outfit a young school teacher would wear to work. Hi, Roy. She smiled politely. Just a hint of uncertainty. She didn't yet know why I'd called her over. You wanted to talk to me about something? It sounded pretty urgent over the phone. Hello there, Mrs. Parker. I couldn't resist addressing her by her teacher title. Why don't you come inside? Make yourself at home. She followed me in. You have a lovely home. She complimented me in that soothing tone of voice, like she'd just come from a massage. Silky and smooth. I don't think I'd ever been over here. I try. I replied. So how's the job treating you? Any luck with the tenured position yet? I asked, trying to sound casual as I led her to the living room. Funny you mention it. A touch of enthusiasm crept into her voice. My boss came to talk to me last week, and if I finish out this year, and work one day into the new school year, I'll be up for a permanent position. One day into the new school year? I echoed. That's sort of silly, don't you think? I agree, but I guess that's their insurance plan, to make sure I don't skip town over the summer and take a new job with a different district. Do you know if they're keeping you until then? I asked. She flashed me a bright smile. I do. She answered. That's what he wanted to tell me. They agreed to keep me on. Now it's just a matter of hanging in there until then. Good for you. But unfortunately, that's what I brought you here to discuss. She looked at me quizzically as we stepped into the living room. Kyle was sitting on the edge of the couch. His hands on his knees, nervously waiting. His hair was combed, and he was wearing a pair of nice slacks, and a polo over his broad chest. 
His expression when he saw Mrs. Parker was a whirlwind of excitement, anxiety, and apology. Oh, hi, Kyle. I didn't expect to see you here, she said, recognizing her student. Yeah, Kyle is my buddy. I answered for him, before the boy could say something that might wreck this whole plan. I hired him a few years ago to help me with yard work, and he's been like a son to me ever since. Ah, that's nice. There was that pleasant smile again. Well, that's why I asked you here. I continued. I gestured to the couch beside my yard boy. You might want to sit down for this. I allowed my voice to grow stern, as I helped myself to a seat in a nearby chair. She smoothed out her dress and sat down beside Kyle, maintaining a friendly, but intimate distance. The unknowing innocence on her face was delightful. Cute. I realized I wasn't just in this for Kyle's benefit. I wanted her too. I started off like an interrogator, slow at first, but with a building accusatory tone. So, Kyle came to me as his confidant. He didn't want to go to his parents with this. Not yet, anyway. And I felt it best to bring it to your attention, to give you a chance to explain yourself and figure out the best course of action. Because I like you, but this is very serious. She nodded her head, trying to understand. Although she had no idea. I was toying with her, like a cat playing with a mouse. I pointed to the phone on the couch. This is Kyle's cell phone. Kyle tells me that over the last several days, he'd been receiving inappropriate advances, from you. Her eyes widened and her jaw dropped. The look on her face was frank astonishment. What? She asked. I've never. For a moment, her gaze retreated into her mind, recalling every interaction she'd had with her student up until now, analyzing her actions to see if she'd done anything that bordered on inappropriate. She looked at Kyle. He was nervous but silent. Have I done or said anything that might give you the wrong impression? She asked. I opened up Kyle's cell phone and showed her what I was referring to. I would say so. In front of her was a series of lewd text messages and photographs, my handiwork that I'd carefully collected, cropped, and sent out to look like the acts of a very inappropriate teacher. Again, her jaw dropped. I never, she stammered, her face flushing bright red as she looked closer at the photos. The blush the dead giveaway that she recognized herself. The states of undress that she was in, unmistakable. I never took these photos or sent these. She scrolled through, completely bowled over. Is that or is that not you? I pressed sternly putting my palms together and resting my chin on my fingers. Yes, but I never took these, and I would never send them to a student. Is this your phone number? I asked, reclaiming the cell phone. If I called it right now, would your number ring? I didn't wait for her to answer. I'd already hit the call button. Sure enough, within seconds, her phone rang in her purse. Her eyes widened further. The look of shock and fear and confusion all blended together. I don't understand. She stared at her phone in utter disbelief, scrolling back through her messages and seeing the same ones that Kyle had on his phone. I must have been hacked. Hacked? Hackers took up skirt photos of you, then sent them out to someone they knew was one of your students. I asked with clear doubt in my expression. That sounds quite outlandish, don't you think, Mrs. Parker? I don't know what to say. Did hackers also send Kyle these? I dug the pilfered panties from my pocket and dropped them on the table. She blinked numbly at them. How? Kyle told me that he found these in his locker. That he saw you put them in there. Are these yours? I asked. The recognition of her panties answered that for me. They're rather sexy, don't you think? I mused. Amid the confusion, she shot a look to Kyle. The memory returning of when he borrowed her phone. He smiled sheepishly at her. The apology and the guilt were apparent. Then she looked at me, out the sliding glass back door where the view to her house was excellent, then back to me. She reflexively closed her sweater some, and tightly crossed her legs. What, what did you do? She asked. I continued to play my part, although her read on the situation was pretty spot on. She was figuring it out for herself. We're not here to discuss me, Mrs. Parker. The fact is that your student has received a series of very inappropriate photos and text messages on his phone from you. I pointed. I never did any such thing. She insisted. Somebody. She glared at each of us accusingly. Somebody took some photos, then borrowed my phone and sent them out. Someone who could have also stolen my laundry off of the clothes line. To do what? To frame me? Then I hit her with this. Are you familiar with Occam's razor? That the simplest explanation is probably the right one. Which of those two theories sounds more plausible, Mrs. Parker? That your neighbors and your students are conspiring against you, using hidden cameras to take photos of you, then hacking your phone and sending them to each other for some unknown purpose? Or that an attractive young teacher, in today's modern world, is once again having an affair with her student? But I'm not. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, Mrs. Parker. We have messages and photos sent from your phone to Kyle's. Which of those two stories will the superintendent believe? That one of his teachers may or may not be involved romantically with a student? Or some crazy paranoid conspiracy to blackmail you for sexual favors? A person's beliefs and opinions flow like water running downhill they take the path of least resistance. She was on her feet, insistent. If I could just explain myself for one second. Then understanding slowly dawned across her features. She cocked her head and lowered her voice. Wait. What did you just say? You tell me. I smiled back. To blackmail me? For sexual favors? Is that what this is about? She looked from face to face. The shock crossing her features. 
Everyone can be bought, Mrs. Parker. And silence has a price. You like your job, you're up for tenure. You've already been teasing poor Kyle, so you may as well follow through. She grabbed for her purse. I'd better be leaving. She brushed past us both and headed across the living room. Even if you convince your boss to hear you out, what course of action will he take? I called after her. He'll err on the side of caution to cover his own ass. He'll suspend you, pending an investigation. And regardless of the results, he'll let you go. The bad publicity, the PR. It'd be easier just to fire an untenured teacher than to keep you on and constantly have to clarify to parents your questionable innocence. She stopped, mid-stride, turned and shot me a hard look. How do you sleep at night? I merely smiled. Fully satisfied. She glanced at Kyle. And you brought him into this? Kyle is a good boy. I'm just looking out for my friend. His best interests. And he's not as good as you may think. Kyle peered up at Mrs. Parker and repeated the line I hoped he would. Mrs. Parker told me she loved me. I thought it meant something. She sagged in defeat, knowing she wouldn't be getting any help from her student. She let her purse slip off of her shoulder and drop to the floor. Her cheeks were burning bright red. What? She hesitated, knowing it was coming. What do you want? That little question told me all I needed to know. It worked. She was willing to play ball in exchange for our silence. I know it seems unethical framing an innocent woman for a crime that she didn't commit in order to get her to commit the actual crime. But who among us has ever been falsely accused of cheating by our spouses before? And of those who have, how many of you instantly had the thought well if I'm in trouble for cheating, I may as well go do it for real now, so that I'm actually guilty of it. Nothing about me is ethical. I've stolen hundreds of women away from their happy marriages. Every single one of you would do it too, if you knew how. You know you would. So don't judge old Roy, just because I play the game better than most. I smiled at Mrs. Parker, and threw Kyle a not-so-subtle-I-got-your-back, little buddy wink. Kyle has quite the crush on you, I said. He's never been with a woman before, and I want to make his first time special. With someone he really, really likes. She saw where I was going with this. Kyle. I. I don't think it ought to be like this. If not this, then how? He replied. I want you. And I don't care how. When she saw that there'd be no appealing to him, she turned her attention back to me. The conductor of this twisted symphony. Her shoulders hunched, her arms wrapped tightly around herself. And if I agree to this, it'll stay between us? You won't say a word to my boss, or my husband. She hesitated on the last part, hating to even remind herself of Greg right about now that she was considering being unfaithful, just to maintain her reputation. We won't tell a soul. It'll stay between the three of us. I promised agreeably. I'll even let you delete the messages on both phones yourself. She thought about it for several long moments. But I knew she'd ultimately cave. And she did. Okay. She said finally. A little too quickly. Even I expected more resistance. Really? Kyle asked. She shrugged again, chewing the inside of her lip. He's 18. I make 30,000 a year. Plus, he's not really bad. Not yet. I smirked. But that's the spirit. She didn't look pleased by this situation, but she also didn't look particularly repulsed either. She walked over to Kyle on shaky, unsteady legs, and took him by the hand, wincing when she felt how sweaty his palm was. Do you mind if we use your bedroom for this? She asked me. Yes, I mind. I replied immediately. It has to be right here, where I can call the shots. Fine, and what would you like me to do? She looked at me. Her gaze much colder with me than with Kyle. I suppose she couldn't fault him as much as me. After all, Kyle was a simple young man. I was clearly the mastermind who put this all together. Why don't you start by giving Kyle a peek up that dress? I asked. Maybe it was the annoyance at the situation. Or maybe it's just the modest ones who surprise you with their sexuality. I'm not sure. But what I am sure about is that I was rather surprised when she placed the toe of her high heel up on the couch, right between Kyle's legs, and started to slide her dress up her leg. There was something so lewd about it. So abrupt and sexy, that I felt my own manhood responding to the sight. Is this what you want? She asked Kyle, her voice hard and lecturing, daring him, as she inched the dress up her smooth, thick thigh. The black material of her black stocking sexy and alluring. The boy could hardly manage a nod as his eyes dropped to his teacher's leg. I could tell in her expression that she was not trying to think. Her mind made up now. A very go-with-the-flow person, Tracy was. And now that she'd committed herself, she was letting her frustration govern her actions. It made her more deliberate in ways that she probably hadn't intended. I'm going to have to, so I may as well be sexy about it, so we can get this over with. I thought you were a good boy, Kyle, she said, stopping just shy of the top of her thigh highs. But you're really a dirty little troublemaker. Her words were meant to induce guilt, to scold him. But from a teacher in this pose, saying it to a student only enhanced the naughtiness of it all. If she did it deliberately, to this day I have no idea. I know, Kyle said, too focused on his teacher's legs to even process her words. Is this what you've been hoping to see? Her naturally smooth, sultry voice, with just the ever-so-slight hard edge. The dress slid higher, and the tops of her thigh highs were revealed. Nothing but smooth, tan skin above. Her panties were a teal lace to match her sweater. Oh my god! Kyle murmured excitedly. He licked his lips as she exposed her underwear to him. A cute splash of red across her cheeks matched Kyle's. To this day, I'll never forget that pose. 
a hot teacher standing there with her heel planted between Kyle's legs, inches from his dick, her dress pulled up and draped down around her hip, her full leg exposed up to her panties. Even I started to touch my dick over my shorts. Go ahead, Kyle. Touch her. I instructed from my chair. He peered up at her, as though asking permission from his teacher. She merely shrugged. You're going to do it anyway, so what are you asking me for? Oh my god! Kyle said again, completely absorbed in the situation that was unfolding. He ran his hands up Tracy's leg like he was worshipping her. A small shiver ran through her, as Kyle began to touch her with his big clammy hands. He ran his thick fingers up and down, feeling the smoothness of her stocking. Then up to her bare skin. He couldn't restrain himself much longer. He was just a young man, after all. Patience is learned through age, and he didn't have it yet. One hand went right to her pussy and began to rub over her panties. Oh my god! He said again, his tongue protruding from the side of his mouth like a dog. He wasn't even aware that he was doing it. Tracy's hips gave a little lurch, and a gasp of surprise escaped her lips. She stood there, motionless, as her student began to pet and grope her womanhood. She shot me a look, as though asking are you pleased with yourself? I answered that for her with a nod of my head, and a slow stroke of my cock. I was hard as a rock by now, and my bulge was showing against the leg of my shorts. She caught sight of it, reddened, and immediately looked away. But it was only seconds later that she glanced back, her eyes fixed with surprise. The first look is always worth savoring the first time a married woman glances at my endowment, and they realize that their old neighbor is hung like an elephant. Without realizing that she was doing it, she began to nuzzle Kyle's crotch with the toe of her high heel. Mrs. Parker, that's my peen, Kyle remarked, as he felt her playing with his dick with her toe. She tore her gaze away from my crotch and regarded her student. Is it? She asked, in that sleepy, sultry voice. Do you like it? Mmm, aha, he replied quickly. His hips gave a nervous spasm. He wasn't used to having his cock touched by anyone but himself. What do you think of my legs? She asked. Kyle's hands were still roaming. They're really nice, he replied. But I want to see more. Oh, is that what you want? She asked, her husky voice taking an edge. You want to see your teacher's pussy? She pulled her panties abruptly to the side. How about her tits? You want to see those too? She leaned forward and pulled at the neckline of her dress until the smooth globes on her chest became visible. Kyle's young eyes were as big as saucers. He looked shocked by his teacher's abrupt behavior. Uh-huh. He merely nodded. Don't torture the poor boy. I said. Let him get in there. Why not? She shot me a glare. You boys are torturing me, threatening my job and my home life. Why shouldn't I have a little fun right back? I smiled to myself. I liked her sass. Oh, I was going to have fun with her, all right. She returned her attention to Kyle. Let me see yours now, Kyle. Since I showed you mine. She tugged off her sweater abruptly, crumpled it into a ball, and tossed it away. Her curly hair wild and untamable. Oh, okay. He stammered and scrambled for his belt and zipper. He was clumsy, in a hurry, and wasn't having an easy time of it. Tracy merely watched, her foot still planted between the boy's legs. She teased his balls with the toe of her shoe. That probably wasn't helping. She was gingerly playing with his junk as he struggled out of his pants. For Kyle's sake, I was really rooting for him to produce a monster cock that would make his teacher gasp. But the Lord isn't as kind to all of us in the same ways. What emerged was a fat little pecker. An uninspiring five-inch knob, but at least it was thick and beefy. He had some girth, as well as some big fat balls, probably filled with his pent-up excitement over what was about to happen. Benefit of the doubt, Kyle was a thick fella to begin with. Fat hides much of a man's shaft, so stay in shape, readers. Tracy Parker eyed what she'd be working with, and blew out a little snicker through her nose. Kyle hadn't noticed, but she glanced at me. It'll be worth your while, I promise. I winked, still rubbing my heart on, but by now I decided to hike up the leg of my shorts and give her a little peek at my goods. Her eyes widened when she saw the head of my dick, bulging thick and proud down by my knee. Her gaze darted away, and returned to Kyle to distract herself from whatever thoughts were popping into her head. Without prompting, she grabbed her student's hand and ran it up right between her legs. Touch me, Kyle. She instructed and slid his nervous fingers beneath her underwear. Oh, Mrs. Parker. You're wet and warm. He declared, shocked. Uh-huh she said, dropping her hand into his lap and rubbing his hard knob of a cock, her hand stroking expertly. You're smooth. You shave, Kyle said, still in excited awe. I never knew. You don't know a lot about your teacher. She teased softly as she felt up his cock, squeezing and rubbing. She rubbed her palm over his head while her other hand cradled his balls, toying with them, massaging them. She was using both hands on him now. Hearing her taunt her student, I couldn't help but smile a little. Mrs. Parker was a freak. This might be the first time she was breaking her wedding vows, but I was beginning to suspect that she might harbor a darkness about her behind closed doors. His hand rubbed beneath her underwear, fingering her nervously. Oh, Mrs. Parker, that feels so good, he said, moaning softly against her stroking. She gripped his shaft and jerked him like a champ, his hips moving happily beneath her touch. His mouth hung open stupidly, and his eyes were rolling back in his head. I bet it does, she said a little confidently. Am I hurting you? He asked, exploring her pussy with his fingers. He was penetrating her with his fat stumpy fingers 
but not smoothly or gracefully. The ill experience of a virgin. It was painful to watch. Before she could answer, I thought I'd jump in and save the situation before Kyle's stupidity could break the spell. Kyle, be a gentleman and help your teach out of her clothing. I coached. Really? He delighted at this suggestion. His hands came out of her panties, his fingers slick with her juices. Yeah, she was into this. I knew it. Tracy turned around and swept her hair to the side to reach the zipper on her dress. Kyle stood up, fumbling clumsily to undo it. His boner poking her in the butt the whole time. She held her hair, waiting for Kyle's inexperienced fingers to lower the tab on her zipper. As his cock poked her in the ass, I couldn't help but notice the ever-so-slight swing to her hips. Was she actually feeling his dick with her ass? Kyle swore, then stammered out an apology as he fought her zipper. A little smug smirk crossed Tracy's full lips. Having trouble back there? She asked, and she swung her hips a little wider. Kyle's cock slid across the material, and a drop of excited precum wiped across her dress. Um, uh, he moaned inadvertently, unable to form an answer. Tracy glanced my way and caught my eye. Despite the situation, there was a slight sparkle in her expression. She was amused by Kyle's discomfort. It inflated her ego, making her feel like a rock star. Just relax and keep going, she assured him. Don't let me distract you. And to our surprise, she slid her dress up her legs once again. Only this time she didn't stop until she had exposed the contours of her plump-ass cheeks. Sure enough, that teal-green pair of panties was a thong. And her ass looked absolutely perfect in it, round and plump, solid. The thong disappeared, swallowed between those globes. Cow gasped as his bare cock suddenly came to rest in the crack of her curves. Oh my god, Mrs. Parker! He declared, and I thought he was going to come right then and there. Your underwear goes between your butt crack. She smirked, and continued to sashay her hips. Kyle's cock rolled against her ass cheeks. So? I didn't think you were the type of woman to wear underwear like that. She moved her body slowly up and down now, letting the head of his plump cock slide along her ass crack. Ugh! He let out another excited sigh of pleasure. Then he finally managed to get the zipper all the way down, and Tracy turned to face him. She looked him hard in the eyes, and wrapped her arms around his neck. For a second, it looked as though she might kiss him. Then she merely smiled into Kyle's nervous expression and resumed sashaying her hips steadily from side to side. She was teasing him. Reaching up, she took each strap of her dress down her shoulders and started to slip it down and off, swaying her hips in sexy rotations all the while that she did. The dress fell to the floor, and Kyle met her body with a stunned expression. His mouth hung open. His eyes wide. I must say that Mrs. Parker had quite the little body on her. Solid thighs, a flat tummy. Her boobs were held into place with a silky strapless brow that matched her thong. She only permitted Kyle to gawk for a few seconds before shoving him back onto the couch. He landed hard on his butt with a gasp and a yelp. You wanted this, you fucking bastards. Be careful what you wish for. She snarled. I credit her. What a way to take lemons and make lemonade. She was taking back some of her dignity, some of her empowerment, by turning the tables on her cruel blackmail. She sucked at a corner of her mouth as she regarded Kyle's pecker. Then she slid down to her knees, untying her hair as she went. When it came free, she tossed it back behind her head in a wild gesture as she knelt before the boy. If you come fast, it's not my fault, Kyle. She insisted. Then with one hand she grasped his cock and planted a hot wet kiss on his head. He groaned excitedly. Good lord, the boy was actually drooling. He licked his lips and murmured something incomprehensible. Then Mrs. Tracy Parker, teacher and wife, parted her lips and accepted her student's dick into her mouth. Kyle moaned as soon as those warm lips wrapped around him. Oh my god! He squirmed in pleasure. Tracy placed a hand on his chest and held him place, not letting him fidget away as she fed herself on her student's dick. She lowered her mouth and took him deep. He moaned louder. Oh my god, Mrs. Parker! You're the best teacher ever. He grunted. His eyes rolling back. His hands gripped the couch. By this point, I decided to insert myself ever so slightly into the situation. I rose from my seat, Tracy watching me from the corner of her eye, and I came up behind her. She resumed her sucking as I reached down to undo her bra, her lips making noisy slurps on Kyle's hard member. Her bra sprang away as though her perky tits were tossing it away themselves. Talk about an undiscovered jewel. Even her tits were great. Nice full nipples that were growing puffy from her shameful excitement. She worked her head faster, the sound she made on his cock wet and sloppy. She purred each time his cock sank to the back of her mouth. Be a gentleman and hold your teacher's hair. I coached Kyle, putting his hands on her head. He obeyed tentatively, taking handfuls of her wild locks. Oh, Mrs. Parker. I've wanted this so badly. Your mouth feels amazing. He grunted and drawled out, half slouched on my sofa, while this little hussy teacher showed him the time of his life. Mmm, She moaned around a mouthful of Kyle. I strode in a slow circle, like the true supervisor that I am, making sure she did things right. But a guy like me can only wait so long. I let Kyle have a few minutes of heaven, before I undid my pants and joined Kyle on the couch. For those new to Roy's conquests. I'm packing a solid foot of good old American suburban reproductive organ. It positively dwarfed the long guy on my couch. Hell, from Tracy's expression, it dwarfed anything her husband had too. She watched me attentively now as I took a seat beside Kyle. The boy looked uneasy with me posted up beside him. I don't blame him. 
His dreams were coming true he was getting blown by his biggest crush. And here came the stallion of an interloper that is Roy David. The moment I planted my ass on my couch of debauchery, Tracy reached out one hand and grasped my swollen rod as well. She ran her hands over the base of my shaft, inspecting my girth, hefting my balls. All the while her mouth remained on Kyle. Her head steadily bobbed. But I thought. Kyle protested slightly. Never mind what you thought, Kyle. I offered him a disarming smile. We're in this together. We each get a turn with her. It's only fair, right? I nudged him with my elbow. Well, I guess. He conceded. What do you think, Mrs. Parker? I asked my neighbor her eyes hadn't left my cock since the moment I sat down. Without a word, she moved her mouth from Kyle's over to mine, and I got my first taste of what those full dick-sucking lips could do. They came down tightly around the bulbous head, and I moaned in much the same way Kyle had when she first started on him. Her struggle to suck my dick was very real. Both me and Kyle sat in silence, as she mad considerable effort to fit my heart on deeper and deeper into her mouth. Distracted, her hands came away from Kyle's cock to grasp onto mine. He took over stroking his pecker while he watched, but the jealousy flashed in his expression for a moment. I swept Tracy's curls back from her face, and held them firmly while I guided her head up and down on my length. She was only able to suck on about half of it before she started to have trouble. Picking a different approach, she popped off of it, and instead opted to stroke me aggressively while she ran her tongue and lips along the underside of my length. She basted my dick with her saliva, trailing her tongue, her lips, her face up and down. Oh, such a bad little schoolteacher. I moaned mindless. Suck it. Suck this dick, you little slut. She was waking up the animal in me. And when he wakes up, I pretty much disregard anything in life but that single natural urge. Kyle took one of Tracy's hands and returned it to his dick, but she only half-heartedly began to stroke him. She was distracted by something much larger. I was gasping, as Tracy grew more acquainted with my cock and started to find her stride. Unfortunately, Kyle was growing impatient. I sat forward, and she came off of my cock. I want to play with these some. I insisted, cupping her boobs. She let me, gasping, her mouth hanging open as I pinched at her nipples, and cupped them in my big hands. Tracy moaned, and tried to move her head back to my dick. I figured I'd be generous, although that wouldn't soon last. I turned her head back to Kyle's, and noted the momentary disappointed look in her eye. Blow him. Blow your student, you hussy whore. I ordered her, and gave one of her tits a meaty slap, making sure she'd really feel the sting. She let out a soundless whimper, then turned to the young man's throbbing cock. Kyle smiled in delight as Tracy enveloped his dick with her mouth and started to suckle. Her sounds were noisy, wet slurping sounds as her head moved in his lap. Oh God, Mrs. Parker, you're amazing. Kyle cooed, petting her hair, playing with it, leaning back in his seat stupidly. You're so beautiful. I've wanted this for so long. He yammered. I was hardly interested. I cupped and squeezed her tits, tugging the nipples like I was going to milk her. I could see her squirming from my rough touch. She still had her heels on, but her little feet were moving, restless, and I imagined she was curling her toes within. Up and down her head went. Her lips didn't have far to travel on Kyle's fat stubby dick, and therefore her sucking looked all the more vigorous. Kyle's mouth was slack, as he enjoyed the feeling of being blown by his teacher. I ran my hand down Tracy's back, took a handful of her thick ass, and gave the meat on her body another authoritative slap. If I'd have known how much fun a teacher would be, I would have brought a ruler for us to spank you with. I grinned. Kyle seemed to like that idea. Tracy Parker said nothing. She eyed my dick from the corner of her eye while she sucked Kyle for all she was worth. Without coaxing, her hand reached over and came to rest on my shaft once again. She gave it a squeeze. I knew that look. She was enamored. There may have been two of us, but there was only one here that she had any real interest in if she was going to cheat. She wanted something that was worth it. I only let her paw at me for a few minutes before I dropped off the couch and slid behind her. Her ass immediately came up in the air, expecting me to mount her. I smiled to myself and gave her ass another hard crack before slipping off her thong. I stuffed it beneath my couch cushion a trophy for later. I didn't give her what she wanted, not yet. Just keep sucking him. I ordered. And reaching around her waist, my fingers groped between her thighs. She parted her legs obediently, and when I felt her womanly folds, I could tell that whatever morals she held had gone out the window. Whether it was the situation, the depravity of sucking her student, or just me, she was horny. Her pussy salivating with anticipation. I ran my fingers over her slit, back and forth, before honing in on her clit. I wasn't going to tease her much longer. She wanted some merciful release, and I was going to give it to her. Keep sucking your student, you dirty fucked up teacher. I whispered beside her ear. And then my hard callous fingers began on her clit. I spun my hands in fast erratic little circles. Immediately her body began to quiver. Mmm. 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 She murmured out around a mouthful of fat young cock. Her eyes had widened and her grip had tightened on Kyle's dick. What's happening? Kyle asked, in surprise at her sudden vocal cries and body tremors. What are you doing to her, Roy? I'm going to rub this little slut to make sure she's good and ready for us. I replied, concentrating. Trust me, she likes it. Don't you teach her slut? Tracy was taking long hard pulls on Kyle's cock. Her full lips probably ready to pull it right off. The best she could manage was a nod and a shaky. MMMHMMM. Faster and faster my hand went, 
and louder and louder her moans became. I think you should tutor all of your students like this, don't you think? I asked, my fingers flying over her womanhood. The touch of my fingertips dancing across her. She was melting in my hands. She popped Kyle's cock from her mouth and began to slap herself on the lips with it, moaning mindlessly. Uh-huh. Mem. She plunged back down around it once she caught her breath. Kyle looked shocked to hear her agree to that. He wanted his crush all to himself. Greedy boy. I didn't give her the chance. You want your secret kept? You're going to fuck all of your students. Individually or together. Hubby goes out of town. You have them all over to party with you. Mmm, yes. Oh, God. She suddenly cried out around Kyle's throbbing dick. I felt her muscles go tense, her whole body quivering. Then came the wonderful release, the moans, the sagging with pleasure, the flow of juices on my fingers. This teacher could only maintain her good girl status for so long before her body gave into the pleasure and climaxed. When it subsided, Tracy flung her head back, tossing her hair out of her eyes. Well, she muttered. Her usually relaxed and heavy-lidded eyes were wide with astonishment. What happened? Kyle asked, nervous that somehow I'd hurt her, or the moment had passed. Your teacher just came all over my fingers. I held my hand up to Kyle to show him the wetness she'd left behind. Women can have orgasms too, Kyle, Mrs. Parker said, her voice returning to teacher mode. Still regarding her student as a student, and not so much a lover. Me and her stood. She turned to me, peering over her shoulder at me for guidance. What now? She asked, hoping for direction. She sashayed her hips ever so slightly at me, hoping to get my attention. You know what comes next, I said, rather severely. Before she could question it further, I nudged her toward the couch where she rather clumsily fell into Kyle's lap. He caught her, excited to finally be putting his arms around his present, selfishly scooping her up like his own personal sex doll. While she mounted into his lap, I shed the rest of my clothes. She might have been in Kyle's lap, but her eyes lingered on me the whole time, her lips held in a curious smile. She bit her lip. Oh, Mrs. Parker. Kyle was petting her with his cold, clammy hands. He hardly noticed what direction she was staring, but he turned her head to face him, grasped her face, and dove in for his first kiss with his teacher. She whimpered slightly, caught off guard by his clumsy inexperience. His lips pressed hard and eagerly against hers, and his tongue probed into her mouth. I could hear her struggling to keep up with his aggressive, almost juvenile kissing style. The whole time, his hands pet and stroked her hair. She clung to the back of the couch as the excited lawn boy ravaged her mouth with his own. She could hardly move, the young man was beefy and strong. This must be what it's like to watch Lenny from of mice and men finally get laid. His hips were working already, grinding himself against her body. His rock-hard pecker seeking out her pussy. He reached between them, trying to guide his cock, but he was directionless. Wrong hole, wrong hole. She managed to gasp against his mouth. She reached down and corrected, fishing for his dick and pressing it to her wet pussy lips. There in front of me, I watched a teacher sit on her student's dick. Dear readers, I've seen countless people fuck I used to host orgies in my younger days. But let me tell you, it's those little pre-established relationships like a teacher with a student. Those are the most delicious to watch when the barriers are finally broken when we disregard our social titles and roles, and become the animals that we all truly are. Kyle moaned almost immediately as Mrs. Parker sank down on him. Poor boy, this was his first time feeling the warm embrace of a woman's body. His hands grasped at the couch cushions in shock at the wonderful pleasure that his teacher was bringing to his body. He might not know what to do, but thankfully she did. And she made up for it. She started to ride him, using the opportunity to break his aggressive sloppy kiss. She grabbed the back of his head and thrust his dopey face into her chest. Suck them, she instructed. Kyle might not be a brain surgeon, but even he can figure out what to do with breasts. I'm convinced that some things are instinctive. He opened his mouth and began to hungrily slobber on his teacher's bare melons. He sucked them into his mouth as her body went up and down, riding him in sensual bounces, moving her hips from side to side as she went. Oh, Kyle. She panted in her relaxed husky voice. Her hands came off of his head, ran up her neck and through her hair. She let it fall around her shoulders as she stretched her arms up to the ceiling. She started to bounce faster, her hips moving up and down in a steady jiggling bounce. Oh my God. Kyle groaned. Several times, his fat little knob popped out of her pussy and she had to quickly retrieve him before she lost the pleasure. The sight was too much for me. I could see Kyle's face contorted already, so I took hold of Mrs. Parker from behind, and bent her forward. Slow, I told her. You don't want make him come too soon, do you? I said. No. She shook her head, biting her lip. I leaned her forward, crushing her face against Kyle's and her tits coming to rest against his bared dowie chest. Her hard pink nipples dug into his soft skin. His dick popped out of her snatch. Pace yourself, Kyle. I told the boy though I could tell he was disappointed to no longer feel her hugging his dick with her wetness. But when I thrust Tracy's face against Kyle's, he forgot all about that. They began to kiss again, this time Mrs. Parker the aggressor, as she understood why I was pushing her so far forward into Kyle. She scooted her ass back a little, her pussy lips as pouty and pink as the ones on her mouth. I spread her cheeks, and felt her brace for what was to come. Standing behind her, I pressed the thick head of my eager penis against her dripping cunt. Little by little I rubbed the big head up and down until it started to disappear into her body. I could hear her moaning into Kyle's mouth. 
The boy looked like he was trying to swallow her whole head. I paid them little mind. It was my turn to enjoy the slut. After all, I'd made her this way. I pushed and spread her wider. Kyle did a piss-per job of stretching her out. Fine by me. That was my job. As my cock sank deeper, that mellow chill hippie-like voice of her rose to a raspy squeal. She never had a cock so big before, and it was obvious in her cries. It's okay, it's okay. Kyle tried to console her as they kissed. His hand seeking hers out to hold it. She swatted it away, tightening her grip on the couch. I went deeper and deeper until my cock was stuffed fully inside. She sagged with relief when she felt my body come to rest against her juicy ass. Then I began to pump, and it was all over for her. My cock glided in and out of the tight grip of her twat, and her cries of pain and uncertainty melded into pleasure. Her lips popped off of Kyle's and she moaned. Ah! She exhaled, as though she was easing into a hot tub and was sighing in pleasure at the warm water, the feeling encompassing her entire body. Poor Kyle could only lay there, trapped beneath his teacher's squirming body as I fucked his crush right on top of him. Oh, fuck your tight! I groaned, reaching up and taking hold of Tracy by the shoulders, leaning her back as I thrust my dick straight up inside of her. Her eyes shut, her moans growing steady as I impaled her. Yes. 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 Oh, fuck. She moaned. Kyle's eyes widened at the sound of his teacher saying curse words. There was clear jealousy there. I didn't care. I wasn't about to stop. I fucked Mrs. Parker harder and harder. Her body bouncing softly on Kyle's lap. His pecker was in his lap, trapped against Tracy's smooth, naked tummy. Oh, right. She licked her lips. Her eyes were shut and she was panting, struggling to catch her breath. Several times Kyle went in for another kiss, or a feel of her boobs. Tracy, emboldened by her own selfish pleasure now, would sweat him away each time. Kyle had gone from a co-conspirator to his teacher's defiling, to merely a piece of furniture for me to fuck his longtime crush on top of. I fucked her in long, deep strokes, enjoying the way her tight body clung to my shaft, not wanting to let me go, and then protesting ever so slightly when I returned to her depths. Oh God! She cried out as I brought her to orgasm for the second time. With my dick, instead of just my fingers, it wasn't very difficult. As her orgasm intensified, she arched her back and threw her hips backward into my thrusts, determined to prolong her pleasure as much as possible. She tossed her head back, wild hair flying in all directions. Her butt jiggling with the hard, steady in and out. Kyle spoke up meekly from the couch. Can I have another turn? He asked, watching his teacher's body responding so well to my rhythmic thrusts. Not yet, I replied in concentration. Was it greedy of me? Perhaps. But that's a risk men take when they share a girl with me. Once my own libido wakes up, so does my sense of competition. Not yet. You get to look at her all day at school. Don't be selfish, Kyle. In between husky slutty moans, Mrs. Parker also piled on. Let him keep going, Kyle. He knows what he's doing. The jealousy and confusion was written all over Kyle's face. Mrs. Parker was his longtime crush, not mine. And now that he finally had the chance to have her, she was being monopolized by me. I was hogging her, and she seemed to like me better. Not only that, but we were fucking right on top of him, and she was barely touching him now. I smirked to myself in amusement. My cock rammed harder into her, becoming a blur. I pressed her forward into Kyle. His cock trapped against her flat tummy. As I fucked, her belly rubbed on his member. Kyle couldn't feel too left out. She was rubbing him, inadvertently from our fucking, but I heard a few moans of pleasure from Kyle, nonetheless. Faster and faster we went. The couch shook beneath us. I was grunting like an animal, and Tracy's exhales of pleasure kept the pace. Harder! Tracy squealed over her shoulder. Harder! I was all too happy. Harder it was. That was when Kyle began to whimper. Not so fast, not so fast. He pled, and I could read the alarm on his face. The way Tracy's body was rubbing his dick. We can't stop now. I hid my smirk behind Tracy's bouncing hair. Kyle's eyes clenched shut. His hands grabbed for the couch. NGH! He muttered incoherent sounds of concentration. Fat chance that would work. Once you cross that line, nothing will stop the male orgasm. Nothing. But it wasn't for lack of trying. Kyle really did attempt to hold it back, and for a second, I was really rooting for him. And then all at once his eyes went wide, his dowie body stiffened, and his mouth dropped open. No. His voice a cry of pleasure and shameful defeat all at once. Yeses. Mrs. Parker moaned out. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. She only bucked herself harder against Kyle's body as his dick began to squirt his hot cum all over her smooth skin. Kyle still clung to the couch as his body disobeyed his intentions, and he shot his cum prematurely all over himself and his teacher. I didn't relent, still enjoying the spoils of my efforts, driving my cock into Mrs. Parker again and again. Oh, oh no. Kyle moaned out again as his erection subsided almost as fast as his libido. He wore the expression of a kid who'd lost the game much too early, and now there'd be nothing for him to do but sit there and watch everyone else have fun. He might not be old enough or sharp enough to understand the concept of a cuckold, but that's what he now was. Me and his crush weren't going to stop just because he did. And he could watch, or he could leave, but he would no longer be participating. Oh, Kyle, already? Mrs. Parker groaned as my own thrusts became a slower, deeper, more savory pace. 
You made a mess all over. I eased myself slowly out of her and helped her to stand. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Kyle looked down at himself. His cock lay limp in his lap. There's some paper towels in the kitchen. I told him, disinterested in his plight. Why don't you clean up a little bit and um? I smiled to myself as I ran my hands over Mrs. Parker's nice tan body. Her skin was warm, and her body had a nice sheen of sweat standing out now. The grass still needs to be cut. Why don't you take care of that while we continue? Me and Tracy glanced at each other, wearing the same knowing look we were ditching the third wheel. Kyle might not be sharp, but even he knew there was something wrong with that request. He couldn't articulate what, but there was something in it that made him feel inherently bad, left out. He stumbled to the kitchen, mostly naked. Sweat running down his hairy legs. By the time he got back to the living room, me and his teacher had already moved upstairs. That afternoon I was able to do with Mrs. Parker what I do best, without being encumbered with some tag-along. I guided her to my bedroom, but she was the one who locked the door behind us. She nearly tackled me onto the bed. Who would have thought that mild-mannered Mrs. Tracy Parker, with her sleepy mannerisms and relaxed voice, was actually a total freak. We fooled around like impassioned teens on my bed. At one point I swear I heard the doorknob jiggle, and when it was locked, I heard a tentative knock from outside. Both Tracy and I ignored it, pretending we didn't hear as we hungrily kissed and fondled. I laid on my back like a king as this beautiful wench ran her mouth up and down my solid pecs and my defined abs, looking to taste me one more time with her mouth. Kyle must have given up when he heard the sounds of her sucking me through the door, because several minutes later, the lawnmower started outside and began to hum its forlorn directionless tune. Kyle's secret, or not so secret, crush rode me right there on my bed. And let me tell you, that athletic little honey knows how to ride a dick. I laid back with my hands tucked behind my head as she shook the house. She worked her hips rapidly on my cock, her pussy swallowing me up as the headboard pounded the wall and reverberated throughout the place. Her voice carried out of the open windows. Husky and sexy. Oh. Oh. Oh, Roy. She cooed out whenever I sank deep, or touched on one of her many sensitive areas. By the time I flipped her onto her back, I'd lost count of how many orgasms I'd delivered to this slutty schoolteacher. Her feet rested up on my shoulders, her tangle of blonde curls splayed out behind her on my pillow as I pounded her with the sort of tempo that one could only describe as animalistic. I grunted and growled like an absolute ape, and she whimpered and writhed and mewed like a damsel being taken by mighty calm. By the time it began to grow dark, she was practically begging for my cum. Come inside of me. She begged, out of breath. Are you sure? I asked not to be a gentleman, but just wanted to hear her cross that T and dot that I. Yes. She was certain. Do it. Come in me. And she reached behind my butt as best as she could, grasped my hips and pulled me into her deeper and deeper. That was when I sank as deep as I could and emptied my balls. The hot sticky seed poured buckets into her womb. The moment she felt the rush of hot cum spill into her, her hands fell away from my sides and clutched at the sheets. Yes. She writhed in triumph. I pumped my dick like mad, fucking every single drop of cum out of my balls, and then some. Making damn certain I got it all, I fucked and fucked until my cum was packed deeply, and my cock had begun to soften. It was then that we collapsed into a sweaty, messy heap on my bed, panting and kissing romantically as we held each other and recovered. Once Mrs. Parker left, returning before her husband came home, I found Kyle in my shed, whimpering softly to himself. His hands clasped over his belly as though his heart and his stomach hurt. When he peered at me, his eyes were red-rimmed. Why you and Mrs. P. Parker? His voice was quivering slightly. What about us? I asked innocently, as though I didn't understand his turmoil. You, you had sex with Mrs. Parker. So? I shrugged in a no-big-deal way, in an effort to downplay his emotional reaction. Maybe he'd think he was the unreasonable one here. So did you? You had sex with her too. He paused. The gears were visibly turning in his head. He didn't know how to collect his thoughts. He was confused but considering my words like he hadn't thought of it. Well, yeah, he said at last. But you had sex with her for way longer. That didn't seem fair. I love Mrs. Parker. Not you. Love doesn't matter, Kyle. I replied. She loves her husband. But she was with us. So really, the only one who should be upset is him, right? Again, slow to process this. Finally, he nodded. Well, I guess. If he found out, would he hate you any less because you had sex with his wife for a shorter time? Or would he hate us both the same? The same, Kyle admitted. Exactly. I snapped my fingers, maintaining my usual disarming composure. We did it together. As a team. She cheated with both of us. She just cheated differently. That's all. You shouldn't be upset. You should be grateful. I got you together with your teacher, didn't I? You got what you wanted. Well, yeah. He conceded again. But, it wasn't like I thought. Sex is never like you imagine. Trust me. That's sort of true. Without my help, that never would have happened on its own, right? He blushed, ashamed and confused, but unable to disagree. I know, it just felt wrong. He was thinking of how he stood on the other side of the door, listening to us fucking, lost in our own world of totally ignoring him. You can't look at it like that. We both got to have fun with her. It's like food. Just because my dinner might have been a little bigger, doesn't mean you didn't get to eat. 
Sometimes you spend so much time looking at what's on someone else's plate that you don't enjoy what's on your own. You should be grateful for everything you get. Especially since you're the one who gets to be in her class all next year. Kyle took a deep breath and finally nodded. He still wore the expression of someone who knew he'd been wrong, but didn't full understand why. I guess you're right. He said. See you next week. I patted him on the shoulder. He mustered an uneasy trusting smile as he headed home, pushing his lawn mower along the way. Unfortunately for Kyle, his repeating of his senior year didn't have as much joy as he'd hoped. Mrs. Parker held many tutoring sessions with many students, although ones with Kyle were rare. After only a few months, Mrs. Parker announced that she was pregnant. She was far enough along that it showed. Worse yet, before the year was out, she left for maternity leave. Now I'm not saying it was my doing. It could have been her husband's. At least that's the story she was sticking with. And that's the story of the teacher, and the boy who was hot for her. Good night, readers. Your wife and crush is next. The end. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.